0: Welcome to How We Did It, a podcast dedicated to dentists teaching dentists. This podcast is powered by eAssist Dental Solutions, the nation's leading platform for outsourced dental billing and other services. All of the guests are winners of eAssist's Top Practice Award who share their experiences, best practices, and what sets them apart in their communities. Their opinions and recommendations are their own, and you should consult with your own professional advisors with respect to your own practice. Welcome, everyone, to today's episode of our How We Did It podcast, a podcast dedicated to dentists teaching dentists, featuring our Top Practice Award winners. I'm thrilled to introduce Dr. Bradford Plasha of Dental Spot PA. Happy Friday. Thank you for spending some time with me. Oh, gosh. See, I'm already messing up. Yeah, (laughs) the
1: dental spot. Yeah, to say the dental spot. The dental
0: spot? Okay. It's
1: okay. I think that's how our email comes up. Where
0: did the PA come from?
1: Um, because they're, uh, I think we had to, I think we had to put it in there just for like SEO or something. I forget why.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm here. <laughs> I'll redo the <my> part. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I am thrilled to introduce Dr. Bradford Plasha of Dental Spot. Happy Friday. Thank you for spending some time before the weekend starts with me to record our episode.
1: Oh, thanks for having me.
0: Awesome. So we can jump right into the questions. First, I'd love to learn a little bit about you and your practice, and mm-hmm. what your journey in the dental industry has looked like.
1: Sure. Uh, so I got interested in dentistry uh, actually back in high school. My I have a few family members that are dentists. Uh, uh, probably my closest two are my aunt and uncle. Um, and uh, they practiced in New Jersey. And I remember, like, originally I wanted to be an engineer, which is kind of like what my dad does. Um, he's more the sales side of it. But I hated physics. <laughs> and um, I did well, but I just didn't like it. And uh, and so I ended up, like, uh, I ended up deciding looking around and... Yeah, you know, my sister had been the one who was interested in dentistry originally and uh so I, I remember talking to her always talking to my aunt about it and I said, you know what, I always have a good time at my aunt's office, let's go shadow. And uh I I had a had a great time there. I remember walking in, I remember she did like I think it was a immediate denture that day where she extracted all these teeth and put a denture in and <laughs> and just seeing how, how the patient changed was just really it was really cool. Uh, and I'm like, oh man, this is awesome! Like, it's it's kind of a lot of science in it, but there's also awesome art, and you're making you people feel good, and you're not sitting on a computer all day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I really like that. Uh, and so then I decided, like, uh, because about like sophomore year, that I wanted to go into um, into dental. Uh, so I started working towards that. I um, went to college in Vir- in Virginia, Randolph-Macon, and um, and I graduated there, in 2012. Uh, immediately went to dental school at Rutgers. Uh, School of Dental Medicine. All that changed from <laughs> UMDNJ to Rutgers in the metal. Uh, mm. and uh, so that UMDNJ for the older older doctors here. And uh, I, I had a great time there. I uh, I think we had a, a really good faculty. Um, uh, you know, uh, the faculty there had great clinical experience. Um, I think we I think they did a good job making sure we had yeah make sure we we were doing the work, and they were still not about about the quality, but um, you know I think it made us all all better doctors there. And uh, so after after Rutgers uh, and I had the decision to make, I decided to go straight into uh, private practice. Um, I had a, uh, a connection through a family friend where uh, there's two doctors down in uh, Monmouth, New Jersey, uh, Dr. Al Harris and Dr. Uh, Bob Gimble, uh, who are who are awesome. I I love them. They were they were really cool doctors. They did like a lot of full mouth rehab cases, and you know, they took me under their wing, and uh, you know they were showing me some of the dentistry and, and, and how to do it. And I worked there for a little while, uh, and then just kind of came to the point where <laughs> I think they were looking to sell the pr- know they were looking to sell the practice or have. Preferably someone to buy into it. Preferably I think me. And then it was just talking to my wife. It just it wasn't going to be the place for us. Uh, you know, for she wanted to be continue to work and she had to stay by like the city and work. So mm-hmm. I went to corporate I, I went and found a corporate corporate office uh, for a little while. And uh, I just want to get a different experience because I still kind of thought my goal was to open my own practice. And um, I actually had a great time in the corporate office. Um, I, I mean, I think we—I think I found like kind of one of those gems that uh, where you know they actually cared about their patients and they they did they tried to do what and you know, tried to do things that were the best of their ability. Um, uh, I had a good time uh, with everyone that I worked with there, and um, and but I and then and then about 2019, I decided you know what it, it's time for me to open my own office, and I wanted to take some elements I learned from like. A private practice office that i didn't have in the corporate office and some of like the corporate efficiencies that i saw in the corporate office that i thought were like oh this is awesome i mean that yeah. i could this out and i wanted to kind of merge those into into my practice and, and make a practice that can kind of try to get best of those. um so um so i kind of decided to open in 2019 i think i signed i think i signed my lease on i think it was like new year's eve on uh, 2019 and then COVID hit. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, the, I think, yeah, we like hit in like March of 2020 when we we're supposed to break ground. So we had like a major delay with the office trying to open up. they um, we were supposed to be open up, I think, like June or like end of June, maybe early July. So we, we probably ended up opening like towards the end of September. Um, so big setback there. Um, but yeah. Uh, and then, then I opened my own practice, and I worked at my corporate office a little bit for, for a while until I started to get busy enough that I could I could stay full-time in my own office. Um, so that's that's how, that's how my journey went. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's awesome. That's quite the journey. Yeah. I think it's awesome, though, throughout where your career initially took you in the beginning. You never lost sight of your dream of opening your own practice.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And just out of curiosity, is your sister a dentist, too?
1: She decided well, <laughs> yeah yeah. so but but yeah she she probably would like a lot of the insurance stuff she's doing a lot of like the information okay. and like data analytics and stuff like that so she likes that kind of thing yeah yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Sweet. all mm-hmm. right so how does your practice serve your surrounding community and how do you differentiate yourself from mm-hmm. other practices within your community
1: yeah. Um, so basically, like, like the like our our, our mission is basically to be the like spot that patients trust most for all their dental needs. So we we try to do everything in in house, um, and that's that's what we're what we're striving for. It may not be there entirely yet, but um, I don't. I know patients don't like being referred around to, to different offices and 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 stuff like that. And as I grow, I'm hoping to bring on a specialist that can maybe come through the practice and and do things here um as quickly as possible as efficiently as possible um i know it's hard for patients to take off work to come to the office and mm-hmm. the less often the less time they have to take off work the more time they can use those vacation days for, for fun. <laughs> <laughs> like you know going vacation so, so the more i can do um and, and making sure that we're keeping them healthy um and those are those are kind of what those are those are my main driving factors
0: that's great. I yeah. think that's so awesome that you're so thoughtful about patients' time and what might be in their best interest in terms of, you know, not liking to be referred to another practice. I mm-hmm. think that's great.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's how I would want to be treated. So, even if it's a little longer of a visit, you know, let's we'll just get it done. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Great. Well, this questions along the similar similar lines um but obviously we're partnered through e-assist and we are honoring your practice as a top practice could yep. you speak a little bit about what a top <laughs> practice looks like to you
1: yeah i mean I, I think a top practice is just being able to serve the patients as effective effic- effectively and efficiently as possible um I know. And, and that also includes being able to explain things um so patients understand their treatment and uh know, and, and try to get them try to have a, a pretty high case acceptance, so that way they're actually getting healthy. <laughs> for
0: yeah. sure. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. All right. So I briefly mentioned how we're partnered through ESS. I'm yeah. wondering what initially brought you to ESS yeah. and how having ESS has impacted your practice.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I mean, like again, I opened in COVID. so I. At one point, I think about a year into my practice, we found ourselves without you know, so at the front desk <laughs> and, um, and I was already pulling up some of the slack and trying to just like do the insurance verification and, and breakdowns. And like, I mean, I'm on, I'm the one on the phone and i you will let me on the phone, but it did help me understand it better. Um, so I just kind of like realized like, you know, we're getting too busy. We need, we need some, some better way to deal with getting the breakdowns or not clogging up our phone time or phone lines. And, uh, so um yeah i started interviewing companies uh you know for insurance verification and um, i was looking for a company that could be as specific as i want as i wanted them to be because i really wanted to have an accurate estimate um of what a patient because i really don't want to i really don't want to give money back and i really don't want to collect call them and collect more money Mm -hmm. um, with the error of calling them back and giving them a refund if there's a little extra but um we wanted someone that that was kind of in that same same vein and try to be as accurate as possible. Um, I mean, I interviewed a lot of companies. Um, a lot of them were kind of like really basic with the breakdowns. Where, I mean, I, I don't think they could tell me what uh, they couldn't tell me truly what the difference between the deductible, copay, you know, co-insurance, uh, the alternative benefit. Uh, what is missing tooth clause? When is this going to apply? Um, you know, what's the actual waiting period on the plan? Like there was, there was limited information. In a lot of companies. And, and some companies are really good at, at doing it too, but um, um, it wasn't individualized. And what I really liked about ESS is that ESS can actually put it in for a patient. <laughs> so we send them we, we, we send them what we, we send them the, the plan. They put it in the computer for us. Um, saves tons of tons of uh, time that my, uh, my office manager or, or my receptionist team would be trying to input the in information. Um, and, and that way I can actually give the patient an estimate before they leave the office, um, usually before they get out of the chair. Um, so if there is a chance for, you know, if we do have time for same day treatment, cause sometimes we do, um, we can try to convert that day or we can start having that conversation right away about, you know, what the financials are for the plan, how to take care of it and, and, and start getting things figured out. Um, so it just it just makes it so much easier. Um, and then the other side of that I really like about eAssist is is even how thorough you were. So like we had, I, I know when I was doing the verifications, I you really realize when you do it yourself is how inaccurate the insurance representatives are um sometimes when <laughs> you're getting the breakdowns but i'd say we don't ever make mistakes but we did you know what like, but i would say it's more like 90 90 of the time when it's, there, it's on the insurance representative and mm-hmm. it's misquoted benefits and i like that e-assist actually got was really good back to the reference numbers and who they spoke with and uh, we had a we had a several plans where the there was a misquote of benefits and um uh, I've had some patients. We, you know, we, we, our communication is pretty good, and we've had some patients drop those insurance plans because they the misquoted benefits. Mm. Still got the insurance company to pay <laughs> 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 after, after we continue to fight with them about the about the misquoted benefits. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll give a shout out too to the insurance companies that are actually good about that. I mean, Sigma did a good job with that, uh, even though we, we had a tough time with them at first. Um, you know, and Carrington actually did a good job with that, even though we had like a. You know kind of by the heads on i never on, uh, on a couple of plans there but they they did a good job with that some other insurance companies i'm not going to name name the ones that makes start with a g we're not as good um <laughs> but yeah so yeah
0: well thanks for sharing all of that i think you know when you initially talked about what brought you to e you said we just got so busy and that's such a great problem to have yeah. and it's great to hear how e is able to help the practice on the mm-hmm. back and to help your office focus yep. more on what's important to you which is clearly patient care yeah
1: and, and actually there's one other thing i wanted to add if i could um yeah this just having the documents set up the way i wanted it with with like codes that we use it's been an awesome training document that's what i use that's like one of the best tools that i've had because um i've i've only i've not um since I started my office, everyone I've hired since has not had any dental experience at the front desk. Okay. Zero, yeah. and I've trained them from uh, from scratch to um, learning actually how to do the insurance, using that sheet, and just getting down that sheet and making them explaining what the, everything means on the sheet. They explain it back. Um, now, now we're going and everyone knows it, and it's just getting accurate. And I mean, like I just have a I have a new receptionist right now. She's been with us I think maybe three or four weeks, and wow. She presented a, she presented an implant with the sheet and got it and got it, got it closed I'm like this is awesome you know, yeah she,
0: that's great
1: it's a, it's a really good training tool too like just, just for us to go down the sheet and then learn the insurance terms and and the, and the procedures a little bit too because what well, they're talking about, what's that procedure you
0: know, yeah
1: it opens a conversation for that yeah
0: that's great thanks yeah. for sharing that that's yeah. awesome all right well I have one last question for you But being a provider that has an established office, if you were in conversation with a new provider who had just come out of dental school and they had fresh eyes of where do I go from here, what would be your advice?
1: Um, First, find good mentors, um, whether that's a GPR or private practice. You know, I'll let them make their own choice on that. Um, And... um, but the, uh, I think you should learn to actually, you know, be able to learn how to effectively communicate and sell the dentistry that you're actually recommending. Because if I'm not using "sell" in a bad term, you "sell" means you're you're benefiting the patient, you know. It um, should always be the benefit of the patient. <clears throat> but um, uh, if you can effectively communicate better, you're getting the patient healthier. You're you're also helping her, yourself too financially, you know. And and everyone's everyone's winning in those scenarios so uh, i think those are those are two two things and then you should learn insurance and actually how it works um a lot of little 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 details that can go a long way um with like making sure claims get approved and you don't get you know bad patients because their claim didn't get approved um you know and uh and and just learning how to handle when those problems do come up because they will talk to you about it even if you're the associate and have nothing to do with billing (laughs) they are gonna mention it
0: (laughs) That's great advice. I think in all the dentists that we've had on this podcast, mentorship and some of those skills that the textbooks can't necessarily teach you always seem to come up.
1: Oh yeah. There's there's things that are not in the textbook and they just work in that scenario. But it's not that common. I mean, just do the best you can, but find a good mentor, just yeah, you know, always just try to do what's right.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. great advice. Thanks for sharing.
1: Yeah, thanks
0: all right well that concludes our episode for today i really enjoyed our conversation and it was great to have you on the podcast and again congratulations on that award
1: thank you we appreciate it
0: this podcast is sponsored by e dental solutions a platform dedicated to helping dentists get paid faster and get paid more dental insurance billing services provided through the e platform can relieve your dental insurance headaches, get your over 90 insurance receivables near zero, and help you collect 100% of what you are rightfully owed by insurance companies. To learn more about how the ESS platform can help your practice or to schedule a free consultation, please visit dentalbilling.com.